gift. <laughs> Pittsburgh? Let's get it. Let's go. Four, one, two. Check, check. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang, gang, gang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang, gang. Stella Nation, what's going on? It's your man Kev Easy here, man. Stills for Seven Podcast 89. Who remembers Matt Spafe? If you remember Matt Spafe, you know he wore 89. If you remember Vance McDonald, he wore 89, right? And I just thought about Vance McDonald just now. I was going to keep it on Matt Spafe and be like, yo, Matt Spafe was the first, not the first, but he was Zach Gentry before Zach Gentry. 6'8", big as hell. He wasn't going to be the starter, but, you know, he's big as hell. <laughs> but Matt Spafe didn't pan out. Um, I don't know. Maybe I guess that expectations for him was high because, you know, we have Heath Miller. We had Heath Miller at the time. So we thought a bigger Heath Miller <laughs> would be better, right? And it didn't turn out to be that way, man. He was serviceable, but he wasn't top-notch. Then whereas Zach Gentry, where yeah, we seen we see he's six eight. He grew over time. He got bigger. He looks like a a refrigerator right now. You know what I'm saying? Six eight refrigerator. And the expectations for him was just to get better. It's not like yo, we need some work from you. Or maybe that's just me getting older, man, and expecting like having some realistic expectations for guys, right? But yo. F all that. We have a game. Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. We have a Pittsburgh Steeler game coming up Saturday. Saturday, preseason game. First preseason game against the freaking Seahawks. Now, it don't really matter that it's the Seahawks. It just more so it matters that we get to see the guys, like, basically start carving out their roles because your training camp is one thing but you're at the end of the day you're going against your teammates you never really can fully evaluate your talent when they going against each other where the colors on the other side yeah it may be a little different but at the same time they still they got the same helmet as you well in this case you know they got them guardian helmets but (laughs) you get my point so you're not going to go as hard because at the same time you're learning and you're just trying to like like basically catch the coach's eye. So your focus is not really on putting this thing together and driving all the way to the freaking moon, you know? Yeah, driving to the moon. I said that. But we're going to see what's up. The depth charts came out a few days ago. And when I looked at it, I can agree with almost all of it, man. If not all of it, just because a lot of guys that's on that first team. And then, you know, the first depth chart is really nothing. It really really means nothing, to be honest with you. Um, If we can just, let me just start. Matter of fact, before I even get to starting, shout out to VentureSeasonNetwork.com. Stay tuned. A lot of more things coming. Um, if you're a fan of basketball, New York Knicks, Nick and 30, got you. Got some more NBA stuff coming. 
Got some more NFL stuff coming. We got some more pop culture, real life stuff coming. Make sure y'all tap in AventureSeasonNetwork.com. That's the ad before the ad. Now let's get into the ad. Dev chart. Dev chart. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down. Let's start with quarterback. And when I look at quarterback, to me, it's like, okay, this is a no-brainer, right? I didn't expect Mason to get the first team on the first depth chart just because of, uh, is pedigree the right word to use here? Uh, when it comes to success, Mitch has more success than Mason Rudolph in the NFL as a starting quarterback. Mason Rudolph, yeah, he started camp all, like he started camp the most consistent and if you were surprised by that, you shouldn't be. Mason knows the offense, knows the playbook. He knows it more than anyone else. As you can see to this day now, as I'm recording that on Wednesday, you're starting to hear more that, okay, Mitch is starting to get it. And plus, a couple guys came back to help Mitch out. Shout out to Deontay Johnson getting his freaking deal. More congratulations. You know, got an extra, got a little couple more years from Deontay, man. Uh, shout out to Deontay too on the deal because his deal basically says, yo, I want to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. He could have been on some like, nah, I want more bread and this, this, and that. But it's like, I want to be a Steeler. I just want to be here, you know? And of course, I'm not going to tell none of these guys to shortchange themselves. But at the same time, if you want to be somewhere, your happiness is more important. Like you could have been like Deontay could have probably got traded and got the big bucks, but he would have been a Texan or something like that, right? Or he would have been somewhere he didn't like. And he was like, yo, the grass is not always greener. And I think he actually quoted that. So salute to him. Now back to the quarterbacks, right? Mitchell Trubisky's first team. Second team, Mason. Third team, Kenny Pickett. And I expect Kenny Pickett to always probably, especially this year, because this is a new year. If if Kenny Pickett beat out Mitch Mason, oh, well, you know, I got me saying Mason, but come on, guys. Mason knows the book. But if he beats both of those guys out, I honestly feel like we're in trouble unless Kenny Pickett turns into a superstar this year, right? So Kenny Pickett, and I'm hearing Kenny Pickett is getting better over time. Like he's starting to get it the game. I think he was quoted saying the game slowing down for him, you know, so salute to Kenny Pickett. Keep thriving, keep getting better each day. And who knows? You might pull a Russell Wilson. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think so just because, you know, I feel like I'm riding with Mitch. I'm not going to lie. If out of all these guys, I'm riding with Mitch because I think Mitch has a lot to prove. And I just heard too many good things about this guy last year, you know, in the middle of the season. He wasn't even starting. So I'm like, I, I – he deserves to have that opportunity to be with the ones when the first team come around, first preseason game come around. And Chris, oh, Chris, oh, we don't know what's going on. Now I've seen a few articles with people saying, yo, at this point, is Chris, oh, is, was he a waste of a draft pick? Me, I say no. I say no. Because at the end of the day, I feel like most Stiller fans, uh, most of Stiller Nation, have a idea or, or probably believe that Mason Rudolph is going to get traded, right? It's another trade rumors, but I'm going to get to it when I get to it. But 
Mason Rudolph, he may get traded, especially if he plays good. Me, I'm one of those. I feel like he will get traded. I said it on the previous episodes that I think if Mason plays good enough, he will get traded just because, and not to switch sports, but it's like, shout out to the Knicks. It's like the Knicks right now with Julius Randle. Julius Randle had that moment. Yeah, cool. But last year, Julius Randle just went sour. He went sour on the fans, and the fans went sour on him. And it's even now in the offseason, Julius Randle can't really do anything right without the team or fan, not the team, excuse me, but the fans of the team saying, yo, I still want him out of here. I want him out of here. Mason's in that because it's like, okay, coming out of college, I'm looking at your highlights. And it's a lot of deep balls to uh, James Washington, right? And it's like, oh, he got the deep ball. Okay, cool. He gets to the league, and it suddenly doesn't have the deep ball anymore. Or, you know, it wasn't as consistent. And, you know, he probably had happy feet. Guys is probably hitting him crazy. We seen Mason Rudolph with the craziest pictures. He was a meme a couple times, you know? So Mason Rudolph as a Pittsburgh still, it wasn't too good. He may have a chance elsewhere. And I feel like that's the reason why he'll get traded. And he may not get a chance, but, you know, I'm not going to say none of these guys going to not get a chance. Hopefully they all get a chance because they made it to this point. I want them to be successful, right, in some capacity. I don't want them to win the Super Bowls if it's not the Steelers, you heard? But y'all get what I mean. Kenny Pickett, still the baby. You know, he just, he's, still, he's, still, he's still off the bottle, you know, the baby bottle. Um, they just making sure he's straight. He's just making sure he's straight, you know. And if we can win, if we can win games with Mitch, because we still have Mitch for the two years, we can let Mitch go. Like if Mitch is good, like game managing, or a little bit better than game managing, I think we will let him go after his contract is up, right? But if he takes the Steelers to another le- level, that might buy him another two, three years. And Kenny, Kenny, going to just have to beat him out, straight up. But I think at quarterback, no matter who it is, well, you know, all right, let me not say that. Either Mitch <laughs> or if Kenny leapfrogs everybody, and I think we're going to be in good hands because Mitch, Kenny, and I'm going to just say Mason just for, just for what it is, right, because he's there. But all three of these guys, and shout out to Chris, oh, I want to put you in there too, but you got no reps. I want to see you get some reps. Um, I think all these guys will perform better in this offense and this Matt Canada offense than what we got last year from Big Ben. So either way, I feel like our offense is going to be better in that regard. We're not going to be too one-dimensional. Even if we are one-dimensional, it's not going to look as bad as it did last year where teams knew for a fact you couldn't throw 20 yards. You know, that's tough. That's tough, man. So I think whoever is going to be the guy, I think it's going to be Mitch. You know, we're going to be yelling Mitchburg this year. Mitchell Trubisky will definitely, definitely, in my opinion, go into week one as a starter. And you guys are going to start seeing that in the preseason. Y'all going to start seeing that. I feel like I spent a lot of time on the quarterbacks, but that's probably the most important position on the offense on our team. Well, it is in sports. Well, you know, in the sport, but 
as far as this team is the biggest question. The biggest question. Running backs, running backs, running backs. Najee is clear cut. The horse clear cut. You know, there's nobody, there's Najee Harris in the field. That's what that is, right? So the big question when it comes to running backs is the backup position. Right now, Benny Snell, based off of seniority, if you will. Anthony McFarlane's another one, seniority. So they're going to get the two and the three slots. But all camp, I've been hearing about Jalen Warren, the type of guy Jalen Warren is. And if Steeler fans, if you pay attention, you understand these type of guys turn out to be the Mike, the Mike Hiltons, turn out to be, <clears throat> excuse me, the Arthur Millettes. They turn out to be the Willie Parkers. They turn out to be so many of these guys, the James Harrisons. They turn out to be so many of these guys that end up becoming great or great for a moment. The Steelers have a good, a good eye for those type of guys, man. And everything I've been hearing about Jalen Warren, and now that you know Najee got his foot stepped on, I think first day of tackling when it was hitting with pads, and Najee's one of those guys. Yeah, he get nicked a little. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. We already know what's up. We know what's up. He works hard anyway. That's probably like if AB got hurt, uh, his foot stepped on. Still, it's probably like, all right, you're good for the day because we already know we're gonna get out of him. You know, and this is AB before, you know. Yeah, so I could definitely see Jalen Warren becoming the two or becoming the three and being the mainstay on the offense, backup for Najee or come in as a gadget guy. Who knows? Not a gadget guy, but, you know, come in every now and then. And I think that would be one of the battles I look forward to. It's a couple battles on this offense I'm looking forward to. The quarterback is the quarterback. Uh, I feel like, you know, that's... I think that's kind of set in stone. I think the coaches know where they're going with that. But it's going to be nice to see that unfold. The, the running backs, I think the coaches are going to be locked in on who's number two. Because if we get if we don't get a big step from Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane can't stay on the field, I think it's going to be tough for those guys. I think it's going to be tough for those guys. And, and Jalen Warren gets in the game setting and does what he do in practice. It's like, oh, oh we, we're talking about something else. And we also have uh, Mateo Durant and also Master Teague. I heard a few things about Master Teague in his first practice with the team. It was He was pretty solid, but I haven't really been hearing his name too much after. Jalen Warren has been kind of the star of the backs outside of Najee as far as being reported to the media and whatnot. Fullback, Derek Watt. Case closed. He's the only one. <laughs> And tight end, Pat Fryer move. We already know he number one. I spoke about Zach Gentry. Zach Gentry is a big fucking guy. He can catch. He made a few plays last year. And was, I think that was enough to be like, okay, we can definitely, 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 definitely use him, you know? And we end up getting Connor Haywood, the brother, the little brother of Cam Hayward, you know, Ironhead, little, little Ironhead. You feel me? Um, he's the he right now. He's the third guy in front of Kevin Rader and Jay Steinberger. Now Kevin Rader, I feel like he's a good third guy, but Connor Hayward is a guy 
that I feel like we're going to see him a lot. We're going to see him as a tight end, fullback, maybe running back sometimes. Like I feel like we're going to use him a whole lot. And out of all the tight ends, he probably brings the most uh, weaponry, uh, if you will. Like he's He has some speed on him. He can truck you. He can make plays. He can do a lot of stuff. Uh, Jack, he's a Swiss Army knife. So having him at third is not bad because that means we can put him different places, different places, and then it won't be overbearing for him, which I doubt the Steelers coaches care about that. You know, well, they do, but they don't. It's like, all right, you're a pro. You're supposed to be in shape, this and that. But I think that will probably be the same. You know, Kevin Rader might get cut. I feel like we're not going to keep four tight ends. And uh, it, I don't know, man. I just believe that that is going to be set. Uh, but I'm looking forward to see Zach Entry, and I'm looking forward to see Connor Hayward. You feel me? Just to see how we use him. I know we're not going to get too much, but this one, no little some some. Offensive line. The offensive line. The offensive line. I think we need a break before I talk about the offense a lot, man. Let's get into something real quick. In the spiral, I call it Chris Rock And watch the hate stop here real quick Pit stop, I don't need the props Cause it's up like Kyle Pit stop My shooter keep the heat on him He long for the ride like Chris Bosch gang That's a little classy right there, man. A little off 30 for 30 part one, 30 for 30 part two. It's coming later this year, man. Later this year. Um, before I was about to get into the offensive line, I realized I didn't even talk about the receivers, the receivers at all. I was getting into Deontay Johnson's contract and it had me feeling like I spoke about the receivers already. But let's get into it. I made a post. Two days ago on Twitter, shout out to Stills for Seven Pod. Make sure you go follow that. I made a post saying, is Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Calvin Austin, and George Pickens, are they the new Young Money team? Maybe Young Money crew. If you're not familiar, the Young Money crew was Heinz Words, the OG. You know, I guess the OG would be uh, Deontay. Even though he's not really the OG, but you get it out the crew. You have Mike Wallace, who would be Claypool, the second OG. Then you got the babies, who is Calvin Austin and Pickens, which is um, A.B. and Emmanuel Sanders. They both was in the same draft. I think Manny was third round and A.B. was uh, sixth round, right? So I put that out there, and 
I'm not going to lie. I, I was surprised with the feedback. I was surprised that there was a whole lot of people that be, actually believed the same thing as me. And I woke up just thinking, I'm like, yo, these guys can possibly be the new young money. But the only ill thing is the oldest young money member, and they try to throw Ben in the young money thing too, you feel me? I think they called him big money or something like that. But we're not talking about that. Just out the receivers. I can see these guys making a better impact, but it's tough. Maybe because it's new, fresh. We don't even know what's going to go on. And then at the same time, Young Money, someone pointed it out, you know, which is obvious, but still, we don't know. Say, well, the Young Money crew had Big Ben. And I had to think about the time frame. I was like, yeah, Big Ben was in his prime throwing then. But at the same time, the way this offense, this Matt Canna offense is working or going to work, I feel like no matter who the quarterback is, I mean, I don't feel comfortable saying that. But if it's Mitch <laughs> and Kenny Pickett or Mitch, let me just say Mitch, right? If it's Mitch, I feel like Mitch will be able to thrive with these guys because this may be the most weapons he had in his career. Chicago didn't have that many weapons. You know, um, he had some, but guys was getting hurt over there. He didn't even start for Buffalo. So this might be the most weapons he had. But in order for these weapons to be able to do some things for them, now it's time to get into the off. Oh, I didn't even go into it. Hold on. <laughs> My bad. Uh, and right now, first team, we got Deontay Johnson, of course. Also, Chase Claypool in the slot and George Pickens. That's the first team of guys. I love it. I love it. I love it. Second team, Anthony Miller. You also have Cody White in the slot and you have Miles Boykin. That right there was an eye-opener to me because as I keep on going, you know, you have Gunner, Gunner O at third, third team with Anthony Miller and Steven Sims. I know I say Anthony Miller twice, but Anthony Miller is also a backup and when it comes to the slot. And then fourth team, that's when I see Calvin Austin at third. Now, Calvin Austin being on the fourth team, I feel like out of all these 14 guys on offense, you know, and I'm going to just name them right now. You got Calvin Austin, Jordan Tucker for the O-line, Kevin Rader for the tight ends, Jalen Warren, Chris O for the quarterbacks, uh, and, and Tyler Vaughn. I feel like Calvin Austin third is going to jump Gunner because I feel like Gunner is probably going to just be special teams. And we don't know. He might mess around and be on in that slot. He might mess around and be in the slot. But he's not on the slot when it comes to the first death chart. He's not even part of the, part of the situation. Like He's a backup of Deontay Johnson. And 15, you know, who's going to make it on the 15? 15 guys, you got Tyler Sneed. He's a receiver. Uh, Jay Sternberger, who's a tight end. I think I already told you all about him. He might not make it. Uh, Mateo Durant and Master T. I feel like something has to jump out for one of them to make it. And for another receiver, Javon McKinley, I think the same goes for him as well. Something has to happen, really have to happen for him to make the team or get some significant time, you know, on the field, especially during the preseason. But they'll get their opportunities. Offensive line, now I'm ready, y'all. Offensive line. Offensive line last year we all can admit, was not good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. 
But that was last year. Let's get into it this year. As of right now, the most interesting thing about the offensive line is the battle at left guard. But let me just, let's get there, right? So, Dan, as of right now on the first team, left tackle, you got Dan Moore. Center, you got Mason Cole, which I, which is dope because I thought he was going to be a backup. I thought he was going to move James Daniels into center, but it's cool. I like that. Mason Cole is the center. Um, you have James Daniels at right guard, and you have Chooch right now at right tackle. Now, the battle, I didn't name one position because it's a battle. It's a freaking battle, man. And the battle is Kevin Dotson versus Kendrick Green. KD versus KG. And I'm not talking about the basketball players, but if it was the basketball players, who y'all got? KD or KG one-on-one? All both prompts. That's another conversation. Let's get into this one. Kevin Dotson last year. Oh, man, well, let's go into the year before that. Year before that, Kevin Dotson seemed like he was on the rise. Getting into the offseason, going into the last year, he was nicked up and also heard things that he wasn't in the best shape. I felt like injuries probably played a part in it. But we don't know. I don't know. Um, Kendrick Green, last year, center, thrown in there. Wasn't too good at all. You can look and tell he's not center material. You know, guard, yeah, he has a chance. But center, I feel like center, You need, it, it was so much more needed to be a center. And Kendrick Green, he may have looked like a pouncy type, but he, he ain't pouncy. You feel me? So I think we figured that out. And it's good he get a second shot to try to make it on the starting lineup in another position, a position that he's more comfortable in. So we're going to see. Right now, Kevin Dobson is injured. I don't know of his status for Saturday. But Kendra Green, this your time, baby. This What you going to do with it? What you going to do with it? Because I feel like I, I watched you last year and the little skirmishes you was getting into in the games. I said, yo, he might as well be a guard. He looks like he wants to pull. He looks like he wants to do a lot of other stuff, you know. So I'm looking forward to that battle. I think that's going to be a battle that won't be decided until the last preseason game. Because we have to see what Kevin Dobson does. If Kevin Dobson can't get healthy and back, uh, second team much? Yeah, but I, I like the second team because the second team, you got Joe Haig. He did some things last year for us. Um, whoever the second string is from Dotson and Green, you can't get mad at that. Mason Cole, uh, JC has an uh, has an hour as the backup center. <sighs> yeah, he, he he's serviceable. He's serviceable. Um, actually, he's 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 good. He's good. Let me just say that. I won't say serviceable. He's good because when he did come in for Kendra Green a few times, it was a little better. A little better. John LeGlue backing up James Daniels at right guard. You got Trent Scott backing up Chooks at right tackle. Now, right out of all these positions, I feel like right tackle might be open and shut case. And right the right side of the line might be open and shut. I don't think there's no real battle there. I think center, I think we're – it may be a small battle between Mason Cole, but I've seen Mason Cole uh, play you know, the times he was. I think when he was with the – I think he was with the Vikings, I believe. I believe. Seeing even seeing some Dalvin Cook highlights, you see him running behind Mason Cool in some instances. So who knows, man? Who knows? But offensive line, what I'm expecting from these guys, I just want them to gel. I want them to have some type of chemistry. If they have some chemistry, then 
hey, man, we might be able to do some things. Because without y'all, without y'all big guys, man, this offense was not going to work. It's not going to work. Because we're going to need to run the ball for these passing, for this passing game to work. And when the passing game start working, we can start doing the play action. But, you know, all right, man. Y'all get it, man. Y'all get it. I don't want to really hype y'all up, even though I'm hype. I mean, I sound like it's early in the morning, you know, I got a couple obligations coming up. So I'm recording this way early, fresh out the bed type, fresh out the bed. But it's all good, though, man. But that's the offense first team, I mean, first depth chart. Now, let's get into defense where I feel like it'll be a lot more open and shut case, Johnson. So let's get into it. Matter of fact, let's take another break, man. Let's get into another 30 for 30 joint. Brooke B. Brunner from the space. 30 for 30, yeah, I'm back. 30 for 30, yeah, I'm back. This is 5 for 30, yeah. Rolling with the choppers, catch a case, nah, no. We gon' dump the chopper after we dump it for show. Run up on the op, squeeze the Glock, yeah, po. Man, make it rain like we just did your hoe. Yeah, she just drizzled, man, I ain't gotta get into it. Kev, easy roll up out since I had a Buick. I don't understand how you niggas listen to music. It's Kev's, I roll around like I'm acting like I'm stupid. Niggas rolling with a dumb dumb, not cock back like it's fun. I don't care what you saying, homeboy, I'ma make sure you run. Run up the block, homeboy, go to police. You trying to get help from one time, one time for me. It's me one time, reaching for my peace. Click clack, click clack, pow pow, niggas deceased. I don't understand how you wanna talk, boy, you know it's me. If we pull up, dog, you going down, that's for real. Let's go defense, let's go. Let's go defense, let's go. Let's get right into it. No games, man. The biggest battle of the defense, man. I want to start there right now. But I think I'm going to say that for the last. I'm going to save it for last, man. Let's talk about the D-line. D-line, we got a couple OGs up front, man. A couple OGs up front. We still got Cam, the leader of the team now. He number one. At the tackle, at the nose, we got the great. We got the man, the myth, the legend. We got Tyson Alawalu back. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to see how he look after what happened last year, getting, work, getting hurt in week two. Um, got a significant in the run game. Significant, yo. Word. So hopefully Tyson can have a healthy season. Knocking on wood, let's have a healthy season, Tyson. Let's see what you can do, man. Because I know you wanted to retire, and you came back. Um, no, 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 not retire. I think you went to try to go back to the Jags, and then we talked you back. But I know you're getting close to that age, and you're not going to retire. You're about 35, 36. So I know you're thinking about that thing. So I know you want to finish this year out good. So hopefully you do that, man. I'm rooting for you. you got Larry O. Larry O, he's on the first team depth chart. And I feel like Larry O, if you don't know about Larry O, just watch. <sighs> All right, let's not watch that. But Larry O is the guy that I feel like most 
fans are like, okay, let's see what he do. Um, let's see what's going on. You know, um, I know one of the biggest questions was, hey, did you and Mason make up this and that? You know, water under the bridge, just football at the end of the day, not personal. Um, you know, sometimes they do get personal, but I feel like that was that was football right there. You know, it just got out of hand. And Larry O on the team, I feel like he'll be a big, big, big addition, man. It adds depth. And on top of that, he's more than capable of getting the job done. So him being there is dope. Dope. TJ Watt, open and shut case. Alex Highsmith, to me, open and shut case. Y'all going to respect Alex, Alex Highsmith this year. He's going to turn up with the sacks. He's not just going, it's not going to just be the TJ Watt show. Y'all going to see Alex Highsmith. I'm calling in now between eight to 12 sacks from Alex Highsmith this year. It may not sound like a lot because, you know, uh, <laughs> TJ got had 22 last year, but. 8-12 for Alex Highsmith is not bad at all this year. At cornerback, and, you know, of course, I see I skipped something. Let me get into that. But at cornerback, we have Levi Wallace there tied with Akilo Witherspoon. That's going to be dope. That's going to be dope because Levi Wallace is one of those guys that had to get it out the mud. He wasn't the first, you know, top pick or whatever. He had to get out the mud, made a little noise for himself. Um, you know, we had a highlight against him, but it's cool. It's cool. I think he actually had a, all right, let me not. I think he actually had a pick against us, but I could be wrong about that. You know, I don't really think about bad things that happened to us, but <laughs> I kind of let that go. But of course, you know, the safety is going to be Minka, Fitzpatrick, and Terrell Edmonds. And you have Cam Sutton on the outside, which is kind of surprising to me that, we're going back to putting Cam on the outside and instead of having him as the nickel. But it's dope because Arthur Millette is on that first team as the nickel. Arthur Millette did make some plays last year. You know, he had some bumps in the road, but I'm saying, I'm saying. But that's cool. That's the first team defense. I'm looking forward to, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, damn, I forgot what I was talking about. The, the big thing, middle linebacker, man, Devin Bush, Versus Robert Spillane. It seems like Miles Jack is straight. He's 1A, right? Devin Bush and Robert Spillane is fighting for 1B. They're fighting for it. And we're not going to know what's going on until we get some 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 tape under their belt for this preseason. I'm rooting for Devin Bush. I feel like Devin Bush is getting something that he's getting a whole lot of flack. And I feel like it's it's a big... It's, a, it's, it's foul. It's foul sometimes because the guy... It's still trying to work itself back, and I feel like the pressure might be a lot on him. Hopefully, he gets through it. I say he's going to have a Pro Bowl-type year. Let's see if he does that because he was on his way before the injury. And Robert Spillane, I feel like his only mishap, not mishap, but his only big flaw was coverage. And as what I'm hearing is he's gotten better in that regard, better in coverage. So we're going to have to see how that play out on game like setting. You know, they didn't have Friday Night Lights. So shout out to everybody that went out there Friday Night Lights, man. They ended up canceling it. I know, I know, I know. A lot of, if if you're not a Steelers fan, you listen to this podcast, first and foremost, I would like to thank you. Second of all, uh, it's weird. Third of all, I know y'all teams are not packing out 
training camp. The Steelers are packing out training camps. So I know there's a lot of people that choose like chose that as um, a time to vacation. You know, let's go see the Steelers practice, which is something like it's tradition, it's family, or it's like it's an event. It's an event, man. Um, I haven't went. I have yet to go, but that is something that I probably would go. I was gonna go this year, but you know, a couple of things ran fell on my plate, man. But I'm definitely gonna make that trip uh, when that happens. I just hope I I don't fall a victim to what happened when they had to cancel Friday Night Lights, and a lot of people were devastated. But salute for y'all even making that effort, man. But I'm looking forward to this battle here. Not this battle, the second team, once they get on the field. Because you have Isaiah Lottermill. I believe Montrevious Adams is uh, hurt. I, I think he's nicked up. So we might not be able to see him. We'll know that later. I will be going live on Friday on Instagram. They can talk about it a little bit more once we get a little clarity of who's who's going to play and who's not. But be tuned for that. Still is for seven podcasts on YouTube. I mean, not YouTube, on Instagram. Well, on YouTube as well. But I will be on Instagram going live. Let's talk about it. But you have Chris Wormley, who he had a three game. It was a three sack game against Baltimore um, or four sacks. It's one of the two. But he did his damn thing. Uh, He's definitely serviceable. Um, If someone goes down, come in and make something happen. So I like that. If Montrez Adams can't go, third team is Doug Costin. Then you got Carlos Davis at the fourth slot. Ooh, and I feel like Carlos Davis is probably just a lack of time with the team. Because like, he was hurt mostly all last year. So he's kind of getting himself back up. I feel like he'll probably pass Doug Costin. Unless Doug Costin is a, is, a, is a guy. If he's a guy, then I'm sorry, dog. Uh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. But... We have the Melvin uh, Lil, rookie. I've been here. He was doing some things uh, in practice. I'm looking forward to see how he works. I'm looking forward to seeing the second and third team of the defense, man. Just the, the the guys who who in these two teams. And then, you know, you have guys in the fourth and fifth team that I want to see as well. I want to see Mark Robinson, the rookie. Um, I do want to see Carlos Davis again. And I want to see Henry Mondo see if he got better. You know, because, um, you know, it's, just, it's a lot of capable guys or guys with question marks in that third team, fourth team. Second team is like, OK, there's nobody really concrete on that second team except Chris Wormley. Maybe Montrez Adam, uh, Martravius Adam, if he didn't get hurt. You know, Marcus Allen, I feel like he's probably shooting for the second team. Um, Derek. Tuska, if I said your name wrong, my fault. But he looked like he got some time in last year. We don't know. He might mess around and be able to make it happen, man. But I think we'll all sort this stuff out once we get some preseason games under our belt. First team is damn near locked, except for the middle linebacker position between Devin Bush and Robert Spillane. And uh, Levi Wallace versus Akilo Witherspoon. Akilo, to me, I feel like he should have the opportunity to start just because how he picked up his play towards the end of the year. But at the same time, Levi Wallace is a very good corner. Like, I'm not saying he's an all-star. I'm not saying he's the best in the world. 
but he's he's good. He's going to be able to make some things go. Um, a few guys not talk like not speaking on the first team. A few guys, if I can name guys, I'm really really looking at. I'm gonna name five. My top five guys on defense that I'm looking forward to watching. That's not for, considered first team. One, Isaiah Lotta Milk. Two, Trey Norwood. Three. I would love to see Buddy Johnson. Four, I would love to see um, the rookies. The Four and five, I would like to see the two rookies, uh, D. Melvin Neal and Mark Robinson, if they're able to play. Also, I, I'll throw another one in there, Justin Lane. Uh, I was hearing that Justin Lane was having good a good camp, but on the roster, on the first, on the first depth chart, He's not on the first team or the second team. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that all that falls in line. You know, let me see how all that falls in line, man. So we'll get to that when we get to that. But it's a whole lot of stuff. A whole lot of questions. We need a whole lot of answers. Let's just make it happen, y'all. Let's make it happen, Stiller Nation. Let's make it happen. Mike Tomlin going back and forth with the media, not on some crazy stuff, but going back and forth with the media. Guys trying to down downplay the team, like trying to I see everybody saying, yo, still is going to be last in the division, this and that. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. Y'all can think that all y'all want. But at the end of the day, the guys still got to play. Guys got to coach. So you already know. We ain't coming for no shorts, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, still is going to show everybody how we give it up this year. Everybody. Let's get it, man. It's your man, Kev Easy. I'm going to take another break. Then I'm going to wrap this show up. Yeah, man, we coming to the end of it. Like I said, man, I will be going live on Instagram. Live on Instagram Friday. We're gonna get into it. The guys who really, 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 really is playing, and the guys who's really not playing. We're gonna figure that out. Um the game is on Saturday, 7 p.m. If you in the Pittsburgh area, you know, I'm not in the Pittsburgh area, but you in the Pittsburgh area, or if you you already know um about KDKA TV, you know that's Pittsburgh CBS. That their pregame show start at 6.30. But if y'all want me to do a pregame show on the live Saturday around 6.30, holla at me. Let me know, man. I'll do that thing. We're going to make it happen, y'all. So, what can I say? All I'm looking forward to in this game is to see where we're at. Right now, the individual battles, I would like to see, not the individuals, another thing with the team. I would like to see how certain groups gel, the chemistry between the offensive line, the chemistry between quarterback, running back, quarterback, receiver, the um, the communication, now how, how, you know, you won't be able to really hear the communication too crazy, but um, the communication between 
the 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 linebackers, the safeties, the safeties, the D line, D line to you know everybody. I just want to see how that goes. How just see where we at. See what we need to build upon. Cause if you guys played any team sports before, let us just keep it on football. That first preseason game, you know, you really don't know what to expect. You know, you the only thing, the only expectations you have is of yourself that you can really sit confident on like, okay, I'm going to make something happen. In other cases, it's like, uh, we don't know. We still have to gel as a team. We have to gel. So I'm looking to see how the guys look. First team is when the second team guys come in, I'm looking to see who stands out. Now, that's really for the third, fourth team guys, who stands out. Second team, I want to see how these guys, because a lot of these guys in the, on the second team are second-year, third-year players. I want to see how they got better from last year, right? So that's what I'm looking forward to. I would like to thank y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Stills for 7 podcast, episode 89, 89, 89. And you already know, man. You know who wears number 90. So next week episode's gonna be lit. Cause I ain't finna turn down for why. Yeah. Shout out to uh TJ anyway. And the guys of defense. You know, they was throwing water balloons at uh the offense and the rookies and whatnot, man. Defense is terrorizing the offense in practice as they should. Uh one thing I might add is that the offense has been getting a little better. Um you can say is because they're used to seeing the defense. I'm saying they're used to seeing the defense and also building chemistry because a couple key guys are back. So, you know, it is what it is with that, man. It's your man, Cavizzi. You definitely need to follow me everywhere at Cavizzi, K-E-V-E-Z-E. For those who don't spell well, you know, I don't judge. You're Stills for 7 Podcasts on Instagram. Stills for 7 Podcasts on YouTube. Stills for 7 Pod on Twitter. But... If you if you can't remember all that for some reason, go to VentureSeasonNetwork.com and you'll get all that information right there, man. Let's get into this last joint, and I'll see y'all on Friday. The Instagram users, um, and definitely, definitely gonna see me Sunday. Sunday, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a blog up. You know, a little morning after. I was gonna wait for. The season to start to do the morning afters, but Sunday morning lock in. Lock in, lock in. I'm going to let y'all know how I feel about the game and all that. I'm going to be able to sleep on it. And we'll figure something out from there. We'll figure something out from there. All we need is the direction, man. That's all we need is direction. But it's your man, Cavizzi. Get up out of here, man. Y'all have a great one, man. See y'all next week. With, unless you're going to see me on the live, then I'll see you then. But Seattle Seahawks. Pete Carroll, I know it's the preseason, but you're going to have to put your 3D glasses on because we coming straight at you. You Moving four years, that though Life always tough for the real, we don't crack though Cause we always solid, I'm for real, this is facts, yo Cause we always solid, I'm for real, yo, that's facts 
Only time I switch is in the lane or the strap Ten toes down, shorty head ain't worth a stack VG cool niggas don't be fooled, you get smacked and shit Little niggas fans of everything, they always clapping shit The way these niggas move in the street, think they activists Training since the youngin' with the gun, with the plastic tip Some go for years with the strap, still ain't accurate Cause they keep on shooting Marvel movie, it's a pack event Be a strategist, think clearly Nigga, why the fuck would you come near me if you a fraud type? I'd rather be on all white on a yacht having the time of my life. Venture gang, dog, we do strive to the top. Y'all niggas, I gon' always flop cause you not solid. Watch niggas change up when you stop pulling out that wallet. I'm never going back, moving four years, that though. Life always tough for the real, we don't crack though. Cause we always solid, I'm for real, this is facts, yo. Cause we always solid, I'm for real, yo, that's facts. Only time I switch is in the lane or the strap. Ten toes down, shorty head ain't worth a stack. BG cool niggas, don't be fooled, you get smacked and shit. Little niggas, fans, everything, they always clapping shit.